following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, you have something coming up very soon and it's uh, I know you enjoy preparing and uh, delivering, talking about, uh, discussing these so-called hot topics. And uh, so that is, uh, again, as we said, coming up on September 10th. That's this Sunday. And uh, we'll give the information in a little bit. Tell us about that. Well, um, Dr. Robert Jeffers asked me to teach a series on what he called the hot topics. <clears throat> uh, the hot topics meaning in our culture. Uh, because of the need for Christians to be relevant to today's culture. And therefore, we, uh, and so I did this last year um, in the fall, and so I'm doing this again. And the good news is uh, we're going to be able to have this also on Zoom. Uh, People can come in person, uh, but anywhere that you can get Zoom, that, that's what we'll do. Um, this is on nine consecutive Sundays from 5.30 to 7 p.m. And uh, this is held at uh, First Baptist Church, Dallas. And um, so the topics... And some people uh, know that there are certain ones they want to come to. Um, others are just going to come to the whole series. Um, beginning this coming Sunday, September 10th, again at, at 5.30 uh, to 7 p.m., um, it's, uh, we'll start with the abortion dilemma. And it's tackling the tough questions, uh, learning what God's Word says about the sanctity of life and the preborn. Um, and just to put this a little bit in context, um, I think it's vital that we give, we need to give answers to the questions that people are posing or the arguments that people are giving. For example, I keep seeing these uh, placards, you know, like uh, specifically those who would be uh, not, not value the sanctity of life, but they want to m make d just decisions that they would want for their own personal lives. And it, what you see on these placards um, uh, throughout the United States and perhaps the world it's my body, my choice. My body, my choice. And the answer that I give, if somebody says that, or if I see it, I'll say, you're right. Your body, it's your choice over your body. However, in pregnancy, there are two different bodies. There are two different brain wave patterns. Two different DNAs. There, there are a number of specifics like that that we give that are showing that there are two different bodies. 
And then my, my response would be, you do have the choice over your body, but not the choice over another body, which is totally separate, uh, to kill or destroy that other body. And if, if said thoughtfully, if said um, knowing that many people have never thought through the answers, and I was one of those, and I will tell what I thought in my 20s, and uh, I, I'll, I'll at some point tell you the story of this uh, on our on our program. But uh, I, I was wrong. I was wrong when I saw the scripture. It was Jeremiah one five. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And this is God speaking. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I thought, what? God forms us in the womb? I had no idea. And I was a Christian. I'd been a Christian, you know, for for several years. But was totally unaware that, because I'd even looked up the word abortion, uh, as is that in, in the Bible, and I didn't see the word abortion. So I just thought God was silent on the topic of abortion. But there are many, many scriptures that I learned. So my point is, uh, we will be, be dealing with the topic abortion dilemma, bullying. Uh, there is a new word in the English language, bully side. Those who commit suicide because of being bullied. We'll do childhood sexual abuse, domestic abuse, uh, homosexuality and same-sex attraction, uh, prejudice, including critical race theory, the cancel culture. How can anybody cancel Abraham Lincoln? Well, I'll tell you the story of that. Suicide prevention, a huge uptick today in suicide. And the last will be transgender. I subtitle it The Troubling World of Trans. It's how to address gender identity and gender questions. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. 
we are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. And uh, we exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry. We thank you for that. June was just talking about the hot topics and that series coming up soon. She'll be teaching at First Baptist Dallas, also by Zoom. If you'd like to find out more information on that, just go to the Hope for the Heart page. Uh, It's just hopefortheheart.org slash events. And uh, you'll find it right there at the top, and uh, a button that says Learn More. That's where you can do that and find all the details, uh, dates, times, and how to um, how to be a participant in those classes. So all the information there. Again, hopefortheheart.org slash events. If you have any questions about the topics that we bring up here on the program, just uh, take, a, take a look at our website at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Find the, all the titles there that would be, and find some that are relevant for you, what you might be dealing with in your life. You can also talk to our customer support team. They're at 800 hope uh, that's Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you access the right resources. Among the topics June talked about in that first segment were the abortion dilemma, uh, answering the tough questions in the name of our keys for living, our materials on that topic, also bullying, bullied no more. And again, you can take a look at the full list of those resources at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Well, we want to get to our caller for tonight, and we have a listener coming back to us from uh, previous programs and uh, listening to us on the app, which you can find uh, pretty much where you find your favorite podcasts, and uh, you can look for Hope in the Night there on your podcast provider. Uh, And uh, we have a listener here in New York. Uh, We welcome Joe. Well, hi, Joe. Welcome back to Hope. How can we help you? Um. I'm having a problem with prayer life. It's um pretty much non-existent, and I mean I know I should pray, but for some reason I just it just doesn't happen. <laughs> um, First of all, why do you <clears throat> just I want I want to hear your response. Why do you think? Um, you should pray. Well, we should pray for um, God. He's the only one that can help us through most of life's hardships and um, fellowship with God. I guess mm. it's a relationship. It's like a conversation. Um, 
like in the past, I mean, this this has been, this is, hasn't always been this way. I, I used to pray a lot. And, um, it's just, it's sort of like it's going to dry it up. I don't know why. I, like I said, I know I should pray. It just doesn't. And now when I think about it, I feel kind of guilty about it and, I'm not sure. Well, Joe, um, help me understand. What do you think uh, prayer really is about? What, what, I mean, why, why, why do you think the Bible actually <clears throat> says that we should pray because there are multiple times that that is stated but why why do you think um that that language is even used in the bible that we we should pray um i never thought about it before but i guess it's just to have a relationship with god ah Okay, um, I'm I'm curious. Um, did you were you raised by a father uh, and a mother, or not? Yes. Okay. Did you have a good relationship with your dad? Um. Or not no, really. I, I, no, not really. My dad was pretty abusive, and he spoke a different language. He never wanted us to learn. So lots of times I understand what he was thinking, and, you know, a lot of times I think it was like my mother who was bilingual. You know, um, she would kind of help us know what our father was. And a lot of times he'd lock himself in his room and <laughs> just listen to the radio here that came in uh -huh. with his language coming from. And uh, you know, my dad, we What would it look like if you had had a good, really? I'm going to even use. What would it look like if you had a wonderful relationship with your dad, even though he was abusive? But we're 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 let's say he was a different kind of man. What would it look like to have a wonderful relationship with your dad? I can only uh, imagine like watching like TV like those old-time shows like Leave it to Beaver and stuff like that. Um, you know, that kind of father just take their kids on camping trips, go fishing, go to ball games and stuff like that. Um, okay. So doing things together that would be like fishing, ball games. Um, what What kind of conversation, if you had a really great relationship with your dad, 
what kind of conversation would you have? By the way, I I did not have a good relationship with my dad. We he he did not really uh, uh, um, he did not um, nurture any relationship or time with um, my brother and my two sisters and myself. So I I understand that I did not have that, and I'm hearing you didn't have it. But if you could have had a a healthy, wonderful, strong relationship with your dad, what kind of what what would it look like in terms of communication between the two of you? I think that probably would have. Um, TV show called Father Knows Best, and this was a good father who interacted with his son and a daughter. There were two daughters in, in the scenario in the home life, but it was really based on a, a positive, nurturing relationship where that dad was very intentional with his kids and I, I remember I remember thinking what would it be like to have a father like that who would just ask you know even even tell me about your day I, I never heard that language but I just I, at least at least on television I saw what I wish I had had um yeah. yeah. Do, do, did you ever have that uh, comparison? You saw, here's a father who would be kind and nurturing. E even uh, there's a Hallmark commercial that I would see periodically, and uh, especially around Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter, and here would be a dad, and he'd put his arm around his son. And it was, I, I, I would look at that, and i think, isn't that wonderful? But you and I didn't have that, did we? No. So, well, um, my nephew once asked me <laughs> what my dad was like, and I said, why don't you ask your mom? He said, he did, and his mom just said he was a mere old man. So, mm. Mm. Um, I guess 
Okay, let me ask this. If you wanted the best relationship possible with the Heavenly Father, and you can't change what your earthly father was like, but if you could actually have a relationship with the Heavenly Father, if or, or knowing that the God of the Bible is God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and if you wanted to say at times, um, you know, God, I, I don't know what to do about this situation. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure which way to go. I, don't, I have a choice to make. I don't want to make the wrong choice. Have you ever gone, I'll say, approached the fork in the road and you either go to the right or to the left, but you're not really sure if you should do this work, accept this job, um, make the right decision. Have you ever been in a situation like this where you really don't know which is the best way to go? Um, if I did, it's been a while. Okay. I think when I did, when I was praying, yeah, oh, <laughs> I um, asked for salvation for my family and friends and like that. Mm. Well, so what I'm hearing is that you actually cared about your friends. You cared about family members and you really wanted what was best for them yeah. is that right well you know I, yeah. I, I, I respect that um, because God can prepare a person's heart now that doesn't mean they'll always turn but um, that lets me know that you care you cared about people who obviously needed help. Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. 
at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. And that, again, is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you'd like to speak with June about something going on in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800 917 That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, just uh, leave a message for us. We'll get back to you as soon as possible to see what questions you have and uh, what guidance you would look for as you talk with June. We'll schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We do have availability in the next few days, and we'd like to make you a part of the program here. So again, the number is 800 917 Let's return to our conversation now with Joe. Well, my friend, um, could I share something very personal with you about my lack of even knowing how to pray? Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's okay. Okay, well, I remember... um, I was in high school, and for the first time, I was in a biblically-based church. I didn't know anything about the Bible, and all of a sudden, I would see that I, I, I was going to like a Sunday school class, and there was choir, and I would, I was so scared that somebody would ask me to pray when I could tell it was near time um, for someone being called upon to pray. I would become the hunchback of Notre Dame, meaning I would bend over as though I was trying to find something either on the floor or I I would carry a purse. And so I was like, but I just tried to avoid eye contact for a couple of years. And um, I was so grateful. There was, uh, I mean, somehow I got a, a, a selected to be president of the Sunday school class. And, and I thought, oh, thank you, God, because now I can call on everybody else. So I wouldn't, so I wouldn't pray because I didn't know how to pray. But it bothered me. I thought, my goodness, here are all these people who can pray out loud, but 
I, you know, I didn't know. Now, it helped, first of all, to become a Christian, which I did. But I remember later, um, I knowing that I didn't know how to pray out loud, because I certainly didn't see my father praying, because he said Christianity is a crutch. He said, I'm not a Christian. I don't have to go by Christian ethics. And so he had his women, etc. And um, I did not respect him just because of how painful he was. How he hurt my mom, and I, I, I just, I didn't know what to do. But I didn't talk. Nobody, I mean, I, I literally wasn't verbal to the people um, my age or adults. Didn't matter. And so I remember, though, beginning to realize I, I needed, the, well, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you a scripture. In Luke verse 11, I mean, Luke chapter 11, it was interesting. Um, it begins this way. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. And I remember hearing, Lord, teach us to pray. And so I thought, Okay, I'm going to pray that prayer. Lord, teach me to pray. Teach me how to pray. And then that passage that, or the, the scripture that follows was when Jesus began to let them know. He said, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Now, that's in Luke chapter 11, just the first part. And... Um, I, I, I learned that that is what is called, some people call it the Lord's Prayer. It, other people call it the model prayer. But the, the point that I was making when I was walking, I, I, I remember I asked the Lord to teach me to pray. But what happened was the first time I did that, all of a sudden, um, I saw a woman with a leopard kind of patterned coat on. It was in the late fall. And then I started thinking about the zoo kingdom, <laughs> animals, you know. And all of a sudden, I thought, uh-oh, that's not going to work because my mind drifted. And so then... I thought, I'm going to do this again tomorrow. But I think I need to pray out loud. That may keep me on track. And so 
I remember the next day, I said, okay, God, I'm going to pray out loud, and I'm going to do pray and, and not stop. I'm going to pray until, and I had a certain amount of distance as I would walk, but my walking was only, it wasn't for exercise. It was literally, I wanted to learn how to pray. And I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't know how to get advice because I just, I kind of was in a dysfunctional home and I don't think we knew how to function well and I didn't know how to function well. But I learned to pray out loud, to, but it was just to keep me on track. And I thought about and I wrote down several things. I prayed for my mom because we were in a painful home. And I just prayed that mom would learn to be wise. And and uh, I just prayed for whatever would be best for her. I had a brother and two sisters. And I, I just um, thanked God for them and asked him to protect them. Um, I didn't know how to really form a lot of... of I, I couldn't pray fancy words, and God isn't interested in fancy words. He's, he's interested in our hearts. And, and I prayed that I could learn how to be in the will of God. Because in truth... Every one of us, our lives will go much better if we are living according to the will of God. Do you agree with that? Yes. Okay. I agree with that. Well, see, I would want that for you. And I'll tell you what I do that most people would have no idea. At the beginning, before the program begins or Maybe the music has started. I pray for God's literal, I, I pray for his power and anointing. See, because, and, and, and what I'm trying to say is, I might have some thoughts about what needs to be said. But what if instead God would want me to answer the questions I'm asked or how to present his opinion or his truth, not just what I at the last minute could come up with. So I'm, I want to, as much as possible, uh, have his wisdom. Like, I don't, I don't have the wisdom that God has. He is the one who has a plan for you and me. And I don't know if you ever had a favorite scripture at any point in your life. Um, I'll ask you that in a minute, but I didn't know anything about the Bible. But then when I saw the scripture, it was Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. 
in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. He will direct your paths. And I thought, I, I don't know what to do with my life. I didn't know what to do with the painful home I was in. But I did, I didn't, I didn't know a lot about the Lord, trusting the Lord with all your heart. I just knew that I had humbled my heart and asked Jesus to come into my life. And you talk about uh, prayer. That, that was probably the most important prayer I've ever prayed. Because I didn't even know, never even heard of having a relationship with God. I, and I had teenagers who were showing me scriptures like it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Well, I thought, what? I don't know, understand. What do you mean Christ in you? I didn't know that Christ would literally come to live inside us. Um. That was brand new, and I didn't know what to do with that. I thought, why haven't I heard this before? Well, I wasn't in a church that taught biblical truth, but I began to be aware that I would rather let God orchestrate my life instead of me just trying to do the best I could because... God is much more powerful than I would ever be. And that's why I wanted him to take charge of my life. Does that make sense to you, what I'm saying? Yes, that makes sense. So, I think it's a position of, it's not praying a fancy prayer. I think the, the point is, if you and I could live life Instead of making mistakes, choosing to go the wrong direction when we were trying to do what's right, but it may be only what I'm thinking, I would rather have what is God's will. So I think a lot of the issue is, do you, do you want God's will for your life instead of just relying on what you think might be your own will. When we come back, let's talk about that because I appreciate your question. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-917 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. 
World Class Hope Together Conference is returning to Allen, Texas this October with leading experts and over 50 ministry training sessions, including crisis and trauma response, lay counseling, marriage and family, mental and emotional health, life coaching, and leadership. Hear from dynamic speakers featuring Nick Vujicic, Taya Kyle, Gary Wilkerson, James Ward, General Bob Dees, Steve Arterburn, Dr. Joshua Straub, Dr. Eric Scalise, and our very own June Hunt. Join a genuine supportive community of like-minded friends and leaders who have answered the call and discover our growing network with year-round support for your ministry needs. Register now at hopetogether.com. That's hopetogether.com. And don't miss the life-changing experience of the Hope Together Conference. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart. If you have questions or concerns about any of the topics on the program, just give us a call at 800-488-HOPE. It'll get you to our customer support team. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you access the appropriate resources for you. Let me recommend one of our keys for living as the topic has come up tonight on abuse recovery called From Surviving to Thriving. And customer support, again, the number is 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd rather get in touch by email, you may do so at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. And you can ask your questions there regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program. Well, let's return now to our conversation with Joe. Well, my friend, um, the reason I wanted to tell you about my challenge with prayer is I did not see I did not have an, a, an example of like a father who prayed. Um, and it didn't <clears throat> sound like you had the same thing I had. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, when I was younger, though, I did, we did go to a church, and um, I went to a parochial school where we learned about God. And I think that when we prayed when I was younger, it was just going through the emotions, you know. The Lord's Prayer, we learned that in school and, of course, in yeah. church. Well, <clears throat> I just wonder, um, it seemed important enough for the words uh, the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. And I remember, I, I, that was, I guess, one of the earlier prayers that were that was sincere, because I wanted to know how to pray. And so that's one thing you could do is say, Lord, would you teach me to pray sincerely? Because um, early on, you mentioned the word fellowship. If we have fellowship. <clears throat> Let's say you have a buddy, a, a a really close friend. Having fellowship indicates a relationship. So, 
What would it be like if you had a buddy, but you never talked to him? Oh, <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would, we wouldn't really have much of a yeah. relationship then. And then, you know, you think about having a, a really good buddy. You know, you enjoy each other. You learn from each other. Um, it, the Bible says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. A, a great friend, you'll be sharpened in that friendship. And God uses positive people in our lives to enable us to be all that God created us to be. And so I'm just thinking, if just like, yeah, with a a good buddy, a great friend, it enhances joy in life, doesn't it? Yes. Okay. So, to realize, okay, God wants a relationship with you. And I understand if you you just, it's like if you don't even think about praying, um, you think you don't have anything to pray about, it may be that, in fact, it would be that God wants a relationship with you and me and every person who he's created, he would want a relationship. Now, a lot of people aren't going to give any time to to God. Um, the truth is, life is a series of choices. Joe, you have choices. I have choices. And we can choose not to even have any part of a relationship with God, but that's a choice. Instead, because there is a true focus on how God wants to reveal His will to us, well, I think if you want to be in God's will, and I mean, I can think of times when I, w I thought, oh, I wish I had not done this. This has backfired, or this, I wish I had known that this wasn't the right way to go. Well, nobody wants to make mistakes. Do you agree with that? Yes, I agree with that. So, it, one of the things you could do is say, God, would you protect me from making stupid mistakes? Would you... Would you, would you make me feel, in fact, this is the role of the Spirit of God, to convict us we're going the wrong direction. It's just like, um, often I think about this, have you ever turned your car, uh, driving a car, and accidentally got on the wrong way of a one-way street? Yes, I have done that before. <laughs> That doesn't Luckily, feel good, does it? No damage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, no one means to do that, but we can go the wrong way on a one-way street. Now, 
we have a choice. We can turn, and that turning is called repentance. And when you think about it, God is willing to reveal his will to you. In fact, he delights in revealing his will to you. And yet, you need to let the Lord know you are receptive and that if you're going the wrong way, uh, just say, I really don't want to head the wrong direction. And would you guide me in the way I should go? Do you think that is a legitimate prayer for you to, to pray? Yes, that's a good prayer. <clears throat> Earlier, I asked um, <laughs> I asked Jesus to help me pray to God. I, I I think maybe I don't know. I felt maybe Jesus was closer to me. That mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that, but <laughs> just in my mind, I was trying. Maybe I was desperate. No, that's <laughs> good. That's, yeah. See. If Christ is, have you ever humbled your heart and received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, giving him control of your life? Yes. Okay. So that means he's living where in, in relation to you? Inside my heart. Yeah. So he not only knows you want that, but... This is exactly right for you. Um, and by the way, um, you see, the Bible says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. That's fantastic. That's Psalm 32, verse 8. So, and you, you can take certain scripture and just say, thank you, God, that you are willing to instruct me and teach me in the way I should go. Thank you that you will counsel me. And you say it's with your loving eye on me. Again, that's Psalm 32, verse 8. So sometimes you can take certain scriptures and you personalize it. Whereas normally Psalm 32, 8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. And you have the choice to take that scripture and say, thank you, Lord, that you've said that you will instruct me and teach me in the way I should go. You see, that way you are entering into a type of fellowship because you mentioned that word. And that's, that's talking more like what you would say to somebody who cares about you, someone who wants to help you, someone who delights to help you. So it may be, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you something. I'm going to, and I think you'll find it interesting. 
I want to send you what we call our keys, keys unlock doors. Our keys, the, but the, but the, there are it's printed. Um, our our biblical counseling keys on decision making, discerning the okay. will of God, and and you're you're going to find a lot of scriptures that if you wanted to, you could do what I've done. And sometimes I would take a scripture, for, like for example, here's Psalm 40, verse 8. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. And you would just literally pray that as a prayer. It, it's already, it already is a prayer, but you're going to make it your own by just saying, you know, Lord, I desire to do your will, my God. Your law, and that would be what God has said in the Bible. Your law is within my heart. And that's, again, Psalm 40, verse 8. I think the issue is you, you're, you, you know, you've called telling me, you know, that you basically have a problem praying. And, um, well, you can do something about this. So when I send you our material on decision-making, we'll have a number of scriptures you could look at. And, and if it's something you want for your life, you just say, Lord, I don't want to make bad decisions. I don't want to go the wrong way on a one-way street. Would you help me? And, you know, when we pray according to His will, the Bible says we have what we pray for. What do you think? Okay. That sounds good. Um, I have one quick question. <laughs> okay. Um, earlier today I was listening to a sermon on prayer and the pastor said something about how we don't pray because we're prideful and we think we can handle our life on our own. I don't think that's my case. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be your case. Some people are prideful, others are not. Some people, like me earlier, I just didn't know how to pray. I just, I didn't know. And so you and I can learn together. <laughs> um, we, 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 and, and you know, it, it doesn't have to be prideful. So I think you've got the right heart then. And so just say, Lord, would you just teach me how to pray? I'm so glad we talked. We We will send our Keys for Living on decision-making called Discerning the Will of God. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. And we do that free of charge because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope. We thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. Our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.